My friends, we are so back. Welcome to the Mario Matter, your favorite Nintendo podcast of all time. Episode number 72 with your host, M. Swizzle, or you can call me Max if you want to keep things a bit more casual. Guys, we have a stacked show. If you didn't know, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the rest of it. Also on YouTube for the video listeners. If you want to see the, the video of the podcast, head over to YouTube.com slash at the Mario Matter. You'll see us there. We have an incredible show. Not only do we have Nintendo news returning once again, we have a brand new Nintendo game that a lot of you might not know about that released this Friday, January 19th. It is called Another Code Recollection. I have my first impressions on it. I have what the game is like. We will discuss that today. We also have me, your host, M. Swizzle, predicting Nintendo's entire 2024, there's a lot of things going on, a lot of unknown, a lot of rumors like Nintendo Switch 2, do I think it's coming out this year, when do I think it's coming out, what might launch with it, I am, I've, I've predicted the entire year and laid it out for Nintendo, if this all happens, it'll be one of the best years in Nintendo history. At the tail end of all that, we answer your questions that you all have asked me through voicemails and also some written questions. With that said, I hope that you're excited for the show. Welcome back to the show. Last week was an interview with great Nintendo YouTuber Nathaniel Bandy, so check that out if you would like after this show because... You know, gotta watch this one first, or listen to this one first. With that said, though, I don't want to waste your time. Let's go ahead, let's get to the Nintendo News Headline segment. At any point, feel free to skip. Uh, there are timestamps in the description, and also on the YouTube scroll bar. They haven't they haven't not uh, been there recently. I've been putting timestamps on YouTube, and they haven't, like, been showing up, so hopefully they're there. Otherwise, let's go to the Nintendo News. Welcome to the Mario Matter! The number one Nintendo podcast! Alright, Nintendo news headlines. My friends, normally, I say normally because last week we did an interview. Apart from last week, we go through Nintendo news from the past seven days. So, today as of, as of recording is the 19th of January which is a Friday, so we're going to go back to last Saturday because every single Saturday at 10 a.m. is when this podcast gets posted. So we're going back to last Saturday, January 13th, to collect news all the way up until the present date. Let's begin with one piece of news here on January 13th. I didn't even like do much like personality into that intro. I I, I got right into things, guys. We're all we're all business today on the Mario Matter. I hope that everyone's doing well. I I am here. It's it's still me. January thirteenth news, guys. We have Nintendo Switch sees the most game releases out of any other console in 2023. Now I know what you're thinking, Max. Steam Deck, Steam, Steam, Steam. There's so many games that come out on PC, on Steam. And yes, Steam, the platform, had the most game releases. The Steam software actually had 14,000 plus games released last year. So wouldn't that make the Switch second? Well, yes. However, the analysts in the data reports aren't counting the Steam platform as its own console. Now, I know what you're thinking. There's a, there's a Steam Deck, right? You know, it, shouldn't that count? I don't know. I don't make the rules. I don't make all the all the analysts. I, I I don't make the headlines. I don't I don't do all this. I just read the news, and I guess you can say, apart from Steam Deck, which a lot of Steam games don't even run on Steam Deck, so 
or or you know work well on Steam Deck. So I guess you can say, totally excluding Steam, Nintendo Switch saw the most games released in 2023 out of PlayStation, out of Xbox, and guess how many games it was? 2,360. So there's there's your Suica game. There's your Zelda Tears of, of the Tears of the Kingdom. There's your Mario Wonder. There's your Mario RPG. That of course adds to that number, and of course all of the other third-party stuff that you love. What third party came out in 2023? I mean, you had like all the sports games. You had you know EA Sports FC. I'm not sure who's playing that on Switch. Maybe you have. I don't know. Uh, you had some third party stuff. You had main Nintendo stuff. That's a big number, and it beat Xbox, beat PlayStation. Props to Nintendo. Approving all these third-party games, getting them all in the system. Hopefully, that number drops down a, a little bit next year because, you know, some of those games will be on Switch too. Maybe. We'll have to see. So, after the January 13th news, we move to the 14th. However, the 14th was a Sunday. And, guys, if you've listened to, to this podcast before, the Sunday of the weekend, you know, that we cover news... Like, never has any kind of news. I mean, there's just nothing, right? So, we're skipping Sunday again. Like, just nothing happens because Nintendo doesn't announce things. No one's really, like, doing anything crazy. Like, there's no, you know, non-Nintendo news. Like, you know, this speedrunner sets a new record. Like, you know, nothing happens. Nothing really happens on Sunday. So, we're moving to Monday, January 15th. And... That is the last day that we'll have to skip. So, otherwise, we have news for every single day after the 15th. News on January 15th. I guess you can call it Sunday news, so we might actually have Sunday news, but I'm calling it Monday news because, like, that's when you would hear about it. It happened late Sunday night. The Splatfest for Splatoon 3, the holiday one, where the question was, who do you spend the holidays with? Yourself, family, or friends? There are three teams in the Splatfest, and Team Solo wins the Holiday Splatoon 3 Splatfest. So the the team, everyone that shows uh, I spend the holidays with myself and myself only, all the loners, I feel ya, I'm sorry, they won the Splatfest. I chose Team Family. I don't know, but I would be interested to see what percentage of people chose what team. Team Solo wins. They were the the better Splanners, the better spl- uh, Splatooners, I should say. Congrats to Team Solo. Thought it was interesting news. Yeah, the, the uh, Splatfest lasts, what, 48 hours. It begins Friday night in the U.S. anyway. It might be like midnight for you if you're like in the U.K. or something. Uh, Friday night in the U.S., and then goes until Sunday night. But it's like Sunday at like 9, 10 p.m. you get the results. So I'm calling it Monday news because that's when I heard about it at least. <laughs> All right. Next on January 15th for news, guys, we have a rumor. Now, guys, when I cover rumors, a lot of you might skip. A lot of you might skip and be like, man, I hate rumors. These just suck. They, they're they never actually true. And yeah, sometimes that is the case. But this is a rumor that shouldn't be a rumor. Okay, what do I mean by that? Normally when I talk about rumors, it's like, you know, Metroid Prime 4 gets its, you know, release date. Or it's like, this game is coming out on the Switch 2 and the Switch 1. You know, dual release, whatever the rumor is, right? Or they're working on this game, whatever, right? This rumor is about how many units a game sold. The rumor is, Mario plus Rabbid Sparks of Hope sold 3 million copies. Now... The rumor is a media outlet, Video Games Chronicle, which I believe is pretty credible. 
They're saying that their sources are telling them the game sold 3 million. So that's why it's a rumor. Like, we never hear game sales rumors, but it came out. That's happening. They, they were told that kind of information. Uh, hopefully, I can get I, I can get to the point one day where I can be like, yeah, I heard it from my own sources that the, the, you know the, this is this is true or it's incorrect stuff like that. But three million copies for Sparks of Hope. Now I saw this piece of news on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, uh, on the fifteenth of January, and I was I didn't tweet it because I didn't want to like put negativity out there, even though it's not like negativity. It just felt like I was like taking a jab at uh it's ubisoft who makes it ubisoft and i was gonna write yeah you know when you cut your price from 60 bucks to 20 bucks that'll happen you'll you know you'll sell 3 million copies because if you don't know this game mario plus rabbit sparks of hope launched at 60 dollars and people bought it for that price come amazon prime day a few months later it was 20 dollars so i'm like yeah when you cut the price one uh two-thirds 66 percent yeah, you'll sell 3 million easy, especially with the Mario name attached to the game. Of course you're going to sell 3 million. Uh, I don't know if if this is accurate. Of course, it is Video Games Chronicle reporting that information. If it's not accurate, we won't report on their rumors uh, again. So just know on the Mario Matter, Nintendo Podcast, we keep things to, uh, solid. We cut out the rumor sources that turn out to be non-credible. So... If that's wrong, you won't hear from from them again on this podcast unless it's like, you know, maybe they build their reputation back up again. I don't know. I think that they're pretty credible. That's fun news. But yeah, I just, I, I didn't want to tweet that saying like, yeah, that'll happen if you cut your price. It's just like, I'm, I'm careful when I tweet. I mean, I, I'm not like debating tweeting like crazy wild stuff but like that was just i don't know i felt like i was taking a jab at them and you kind of had to hear me like say it verbally uh out loud so you can kind of get my feeling behind it because like just reading that in like written form you might think i'm like you might think i i i hate ubisoft you know taking a shot at them no 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 just what i thought next january 16th guys we have three big pieces pieces of news and one more rumor that uh, is a bit interesting, but I do want to dive into it. First, we had a little announcement from Nintendo that morning showcasing the Mario vs. Donkey Kong remade intro. It has been revealed. So, of course, as of me recording this, it is January 9th. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Uh, January 19th. It's the 19th. And next month, uh, just under a month away, we have the brand new remake of Mario vs. Donkey Kong from the Game Boy Advance to the Switch coming out on the 16th of February. They, of course, have to remake remake the game, redo all the visuals, redo all the, you know, the dialogue and stuff. And so they have remade the intro for the game as they would have to. Could you imagine buying the game for Switch and they showed the uh, Game Boy Advance intro? It's like all pixely. That'd be terrible. So they've remade the intro and they have put it out online for us to watch. It's very cool. Uh, I can throw it on screen. I, I, I won't get copyrighted for that. I'll put it on screen for our video listeners, which is the advantage of listening to the video version. You can see these these cool things that I'm talking about. Uh, but, of course, audio listeners, I love you too. Don't worry. But, yeah, they put out the intro. It looks great. I think that there were some things that were cut out. However, I can't really complain. It's a one-time intro that, that you know, you're going to see when you boot up the game for the first time and get into the game it's not really much actually is it 
Do you see it one time? Because I've never played. Do you see it one time or do, do you see it every time that you open the game? I don't actually know because I haven't played that uh, that version of the Mario versus Donkey Kong game. Either way, you're not going to see it for very long and you'll probably skip it if you can. So either way, that's out there. Video on screen. Well, it's probably gone now. And link down below if you do want to watch the brand new intro trailer. There we go. Then, guys, it's not often that I get to say W Nintendo. There's only a few times where I can give Nintendo prompts. When they put out a brand new game and it's really, really good. When they announce something and it's very, very good. Or when they do W stuff. And probably a few other things. But, guys, they did a W thing on January 16th. News broke that Nintendo is donating 340,000 US dollars or 50 million yen in Japan for the Noto Peninsula earthquake victims. Now, if you have no clue what that is, there was an earthquake in Japan and Nintendo's like, hey, let's donate, let's help them out. You know, so very kind of Nintendo using that tears of the kingdom money. I'm sorry. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Sorry. Sorry. I shouldn't. I shouldn't joke, but they are donating $340,000 to help out the victims. Not only that, not only that, on top of that, they are offering free Nintendo Switch repairs for anyone who had their Switch damaged during the earthquake. Now, that's cool. That's freaking cool. They'll send you a, uh, what do you call it, a, a, a shipping label, and you ship it off to them. They will repair it and send it off back to you. Free repair. Now, if somehow, some way, somebody listening is debating on sending their Switch to Nintendo to repair, let me tell you this, okay? Even if you're not one of the earthquake victims, quick note, I've sent many things to Nintendo repair. Be ready to not get your original console or controller back they will send you a refurbished console back so if i send my switch uh to the nintendo repair service i might not get that one back i will get a i mean especially if you if you have a, a special a special switch you might not you might get a default switch back so just be very careful about sending your switch to nintendo for repair i would take it to like a, a local repair shop uh buy a new one or do it yourself, I guess. <laughs> Figure it out, but uh, just be wary. Be, is where the word? Be cautious of sending your Switch to Nintendo. <sighs> Hard one. Joy-Cons are normally fine, but like Switches, be careful. Also, on the topic, Sega and Atlas, who are kind of conjoined, are also donating 135,000 US dollars makes me feel like I should donate. I don't even know. All right, next piece of news here. The rumor I was telling you about just a couple of minutes ago. Maybe you, you just skipped here from the timestamp. I don't know how you, got, how, you, how you got to this segment. But a rumor, guys. We have a rumor of, a, of an upcoming movie. Now, it's not Nintendo-related. But a lot of Nintendo fans like Sonic and a lot of Sonic fans like Nintendo. It's only worth telling you about, right? The rumor is... That a Shadow the Hedgehog spin-off movie is currently in the works. Okay, guys, step back, step back, step back. <sighs> Do we want this? Absolutely. Now, I haven't really seen 
all of the Sonic movies, which sounds like a cry. Max, you you love gaming. Why haven't you seen all the Sonic movies? I'll tell you this. When they when like the first couple came out, because I've seen like there's there's like three, right? I've seen whatever the newest one was. I know I saw that, but the ones before that I've never seen. Because I was a little I was a little, you know, little schoolboy. I was just focused on like my 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 friend groups. I was focused on the schoolwork, which is no excuse to not go see a Sonic movie, but Case in point, I wasn't really as into gaming back then. I was focused on sports, school, and my friends. So at that point in my in my life, I had no interest in seeing a Sonic movie. I wasn't into gaming as much. So I didn't go see those, and I haven't rewatched them because for me nowadays, like I can sit in this chair and talk to you about Nintendo this, that, and that. I am loving it, and I'm doing something productive for my YouTube channels and stuff. But I can't sit down and just watch a movie anymore. Unless I'm in the theater. And they're not going to reshow Sonic 1 and 2, right? Like So so I, I can't go and like rewatch stuff. I really wanted, wanted to rewatch some Christmas movies this year. Or, or last year, I guess. But uh, I couldn't sit down and watch it. Someone told me, would it help you if you put like some Subway Surfers gameplay underneath it? <laughs> Greatest comment of all time. Uh, but... Of course, I didn't try it, and I don't know if that would have helped. But <laughs> if if you don't get that joke, it's like on TikTok, people will will put like Subway Surfers gameplay, and then like some other funny clip on, on top of it. So it's like you, you know, your your attention span is like kind of occupied. It's weird, but dude, I can't watch movies. However, if there is a Shadow the Hedgehog movie, I I will go to it. I'll go, I'll go. Get me a freaking large popcorn. Free refills, so I can refill it five times. Get me a blue icy. Blue. Only blue. Ugh. I like red ones. I just mo. I like red ones. I like red ones. I like red ices. I like, um... I like... If they have, like, Gatorades, I'll take one. Give me a lime Gatorade, a blue icy, and uh, in a large popcorn free, ref free refills, and I'm gonna hire somebody to, like, take the popcorn back and forth and like refill it for me so then I don't miss the movie. I would I would go to a Shadow of the Hedgehog movie. I would go. Take me there and make it happen. Anyways, that is the rumor. Tell me if you're excited. I spent a long time talk, like talking about that, but <laughs> that's the beauty of the podcast. You get to hear my personal stories that have to do with Nintendo and Se uh, Sonic Sega news. So... It's awesome sauce. January 17th, guys. We got a little bit of news. Not very much, but a little bit of news. We got Golden Sun and Golden Sun The Lost Age released on Nintendo Switch Online plus Expansion Pack, the, the uh, Game Boy Advance library on the Switch Online expansion. Golden Sun. Golden Sun The Lost Age. Phenomenal Game Boy Advance games. Am I saying that from firsthand, you know, personal experience? Heck no. The GBA is older than I am, so I never played it. And then, when I was finally old enough to play video games at all, the Game Boy Advance is last gen. It was one generation old, so I'm like, am I really going to go back and play? No, I have not played Golden Sun. Do I know that this is a phenomenal game? Yes, I have heard that, I have seen that, I have been told that, like, in person, Golden Sun is awesome. So, I'm here to bring you the news. They have added the original game, of course, Golden Sun, and the sequel, Golden Sun, The Lost Age, on the Switch Online expansion pack, as I've already said. 
If you're into that sort of thing, I would say go for it. Otherwise, if you have a Game Boy Advance from, you know, back in the day when you were a little youngster, you have Golden Sun on there, it's almost the exact same game. It's just, you know, one's bigger, one's, you know, one is not. But <laughs> Golden Sun is on Switch Online. Up to you. I mean, I still don't have Expansion Pack just because I don't find it, like, worth it for me. But if you have it and it's worth it for you, go right ahead. Golden Sun up available now they they announced it like last week and everyone was so hyped about it right rightfully so like everyone hold on i think that the uh leaker the nintendo leaker puro leaked it saying like switch online announcement today or like game boy advance today and everyone was like please golden sun then it happened and then you know everyone's like yo let's go it was awesome but Cool beans. I love to see the uh, community happy. It's awesome. Now, January 18th news. Not very much, but we got something, guys. We got just something, okay? <sighs> Xenoblade Chronicles has been updated. Sorry, Xenoblade 3 has been updated to version 2.2.0. What does this update do, guys? It adds additional functionality. What is the additional functionality? Amiibo support. So now Xenoblade Chronicles 3 has the support for the Noah and Mio Amiibo that I've released. Uh, wait, they, they aren't out. Hold on. When did they release? Was it, was it today? It was today, right? Hold on. Yeah, because I've not been following these. It was today, right? Yeah, you, you can buy them now. Um, definitely today, I think. Because Nintendo likes to do those dual release things where they like release Amiibo and games on the same day. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Release today. I have that right. I have it right. I have it right. January 19th, your Noah and your Mio Amiibo are out now. Go use them in the game. And you can actually, I have my notes here, now compatible with Noah and Mio Amiibo. By scanning the Amiibo in System, then Amiibo, in the, in the menu screen, you will be able to use the following special clothing items, and it says a lot of, you know, information. I can't read half of the words and, and you know, locations and character names on here. I won't read them, but you do get some special clothing items. It's probably better that I don't read them because I want you to be surprised by it. So go in there and check it all out. It's awesome. Now, something else that happened on January 18th. Uh, it didn't happen during this time, but it came out. Like, the news broke on the 18th of January. Guys, a bunch of anonymous game developer studios, whether it be Nintendo, whether it be Sega, whoever it is, we got word that 8% of game studios are currently developing a game for the the Nintendo Switch 2. Okay. Now, you take 8%. You have 100% of people, 8% working on Switch 2. We don't even know if the console exists. So what's going to happen when the console is announced? That number is bumping up to like 20. I'm not even kidding. So... There was a survey saying, hey, developers, what are you working on right now? And this goes to, like, big boy developers, you know? So maybe even, like, Nintendo announced, and of course, Nintendo's answer would be Switch or Switch 2, right? So, the question given to the uh, developer studios is, which platforms are you developing your current project for? 66% said 
say PC, and the numbers will not all equal 100% because, like, some people are making games for PC and PlayStation and Xbox, you know, so, like, it's different percentages. It, it'll, it'll go above 100%, but here you go. 66% of game developers are working on a PC game right now, 35% for PS5, 34% of game, of game studios are working on for Xbox Series X or S, 24% for Android, 23% for iOS, 18% of developers are working on a Switch game, and 8% are working on Switch 2 games. So, interesting information. Here's the, the very, very good thing. Based off of that information alone, we know that the Switch 2 will pretty much be released in the next year or two. Obviously. And this is the working rumor. We kind of know that. Like, we we know the Switch 2 is, is very, very close. I say that because if you can already have people working on games for your system, you have sent them a dev kit. And we've talked about dev kits in a previous episode. But what a dev kit is, is Nintendo will give different game studios... They're Switch 2, but it won't look like a Switch 2. It's a certain device that they can use to kind of... Okay, sorry. Put it this way. Imagine getting a black box delivered to you. It's got a bunch of stuff inside of it. And when you turn it on, it's the exact same menu as a Switch. But it's not a Switch. It's a black box. That's kind of what these people are getting. Boxes that work like the console... But it's just not the console. It's just like so so they can tell what they're working with there and what kind of hardware is in there. It's just like that. So they have definitely sent out, you know, development kits for companies to see and work with. That is what that 8% shows us. So it's definitely on the horizon. It's, it's on the Animal Crossing New Horizon. There you go. Then, guys, January 19th. We have one piece of news, and it's my favorite piece of news of the entire day. I mean, it kind of has to be. There's only one piece of news. But I have some interesting insight on this, and we'll actually dive deeper into this topic uh, in a few minutes for our first or, sorry, second segment. Guys, another Code Recollection has released on January 19th, Friday. That's it. That's that's the news. Now, here's where it gets interesting, because I feel like a lot of you might be like, okay, that's the news, skip, All right? I wanted to bring this up on the podcast, okay? I put out a YouTube community post poll. If, if you're following my my YouTube channel, uh, not not the Mario Matter one, but the uh, my M Swizzle channel, which is my more popular one for those who haven't maybe seen it. I put out a poll saying, are you buying another code recollection this Friday? If you don't know, another code is a brand new Nintendo game. It is a Nintendo game, not a third party. It's a Nintendo developed game with the help of another studio. I'll get into that later. But they're publishing this game. It is a Nintendo title game. Guys, only 4% of 12,000 people. What is that, by the way? 4% of 12,000. Only 480 people who answered my poll are buying another code recollection today. Now, it's important to note, I wrote this Friday. So are you buying it on launch day? 4% are buying it on launch day. 12% 
are still deciding. And 84% said no way. 84% of people are saying, no, I am not buying another code recollection. But guess what, guys? As my intro says, I didn't say it, but the intro said it. We are the number one, uh, number one Nintendo podcast, unofficially, by the way, unofficially. Don't numbers don't matter. Value does. Okay, <laughs> we're the number one Nintendo podcast. So we're gonna talk about another code recollection in a few minutes here. But I can't believe eighty-four percent say no. Once again. I did write, are you buying it this Friday? People will, will will buy it down the line for like birthdays and Christmas and stuff like that. But even still, that's crazy to me. Even still. And I did write in the comments, you know, this is this is this is what I wrote. Quote, I did write this Friday, but if you're picking it up at, at uh, you know at any point, vote yes. So even with that power, like some people just, just you know vote and scroll and didn't see that comment. But 4% saying yes, it's, it's still mind-blowing to me. Now, that game released. I have it, not in my hands, because I'm going to, you know, get it in like an, in like an hour or something. Like, but I have my first impressions on the game. I have played the demo, and I have played, not now, but like in an hour when I record the uh, segment, I will have played about an extra hour of the game. I am here. As per any launch day at all for any Nintendo game, I'm here to give you my first impressions on another code recollection. Should you buy it? What is it? If you have no idea what it is and you're like, do I want to buy it? It's a, it's a Nintendo game. I'm going to answer all your questions in this next segment. Give you what the game is. Give you how I like it. Give you the public rating of the game. All that kind of stuff. All your answers for another code recollection will be answered spoiler-free in this segment right now. Let's get to my another code recollection first impressions. Here we go. Guys, another code recollection has released today, January 19th. Should you buy it? What do I think? What does the public think? Do I recommend it? Let's dive into the rundown. So, I just told you, if you're watching the full episode, clip viewers, I love you. I just told you that I put out a YouTube community post poll on my YouTube channel, M Swizzle, and I asked, are you buying another code recollection this Friday? 4% say yes, 12% still deciding, and 84% say no way. That 84% and that 12%, I'm here to talk to you about my first impressions and my in my thoughts on another code recollection i guarantee i will sway you into buying this game you know what's crazy a lot of people in the uh, cozy game niche on youtube uh, got sponsored for talking about another code recollection you know why i wasn't sponsored not only because i hack on my consoles but i i give nintendo the promo for free. <laughs> Let's go. So they don't have to pay me. Guys, another go to recollection. What, what do I think of the game? I think it's awesome. Now, before I even dive further into that, I just kind of like tease you on that. I'm going to talk about what is the game. So this game, 
is, as you might have seen if you saw it get announced in the, uh, was it the last? It was the last September Nintendo Direct from 2023. You might know that it is a remake of a DS and a Wii game called Trace Memory. The DS game is called Trace Memory, and the Wii game is called Another Code R. It's like two games in one, from what I heard. I watched the trailer today, and it said, you know, remake of Trace Memory for the DS, and also the remake of the Wii version called Another Code R, are both in this, this one Switch game. Now, what's different about this in the remake? Some remakes will just, you know, HDify everything, and that's awesome. That is, you know, what you would expect, right? But... This game also has voice acting, which was not yet or not, you know, in the DS version, at least, of Trace Memory. Now, what do you do in the game? Essentially, you're playing as a 13-year-old girl named Ashley Mizuki Robbins. Okay? You are exploring. You're, you're going from place to place, house to place, to house, to random location, to house... And you're looking for clues, you're trying to find your dad. And on the way, you're solving puzzles, you're interacting with new characters. I'm about two hours into the game, right? I don't know, like, if everyone's gonna love this. I'm not into these kinds of games. It's like, a, you know, you're, you're, you're playing in the third-person view, Ashley's walking around. And it's a darker sort of game. I, I'm smiling ear to ear. Dude, I did not think I was going to like this game. I thought I would get into the, into the freaking demo and into the game and I would hate it. I love Another Code Re Recollection. From what I've played so far, it's an awesome game. The puzzles are pretty much like, you know... There's a bridge, and, and, you know, the middle of the bridge has a gap, and you gotta, you know, put wood over it. You gotta, like, find some wood, then rotate it, and place it over the bridge, so then, so then you know, you can walk over. Or you're in an empty yard, and you're trying to open up a lock. You gotta find clues to open up the lock. It's things like that. And what's also cool about all the puzzles in the game is if you're dumb like me, guys, I'm not good at solving game mysteries. I'm really not. I'm not trying to, like, you know self-degrade to, like, make myself look awesome. No, no, like, I suck at puzzles, right? So, what's awesome is, like, you, if you can't figure it out, it'll pretty much tell you the answer. Let's say there's a certain four-number combination code that I need, and I have no idea what it is. If you try to, like, get enough hints, like, like there, there, there's, a, there's a hint button, if you click enough, it'll just tell you the answer. <laughs> like, I love that. So, if you're worried about it being difficult or being, like, troublesome, it really won't be. You meet certain characters. I don't want to spoil anything. You're meeting characters. You're finding your dad. I have not beaten the game. This is my first impressions on the game. Let's dive into some other stuff. The rating for the game. Not, like, the score. But the rating on the box, at least in America, might be different elsewhere, is T for teen. I believe it's what's sure in Australia, unless that was, you know, like a mock-up cover art. I believe it's mature in Australia. Uh, it's teen in America and in probably the, the uh, UK. Can we actually check that? Another code recollection. Uh, Peggy is who rates the games in, in uh, Europe. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. So it's rated teen. I think that's, yeah, 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 that means teen, rated teen, teen and up, 
13 and up, um, you know, I feel like there might be some youngsters listening who aren't 13 and up. Uh, if you're one of those people who can play teen game, teen games, even if you're like, you know, seven, uh, this is not like this shouldn't be a teen game. Like, I mean, it's a it's definitely a, a darker story. It's darker. Uh, it, it can be sad at times from what I've played so far. Like, it, it's just a bit, you know, it's not your Mar it's it's not your Mario Wonder. It's your, you know, mystery game. It's like you're trying to achieve something. It's not your bubbly Mario Wonder and stuff. It can be a bit darker, but it's like emotional. Cops called emotional. Like, no, no, no. It's it's seriously emotional a little bit and it just makes you feel something i've I've not like felt something from a game story in a while another code recollection does that for me now what does the public think of this game what are the press outlets like nintendo life and ign rating this game what are people rating this game and what's my rating so on metacritic which is a site where they compile a bunch of people like you know all the press outlets reviewing this game and put it all into one big score so the average review score for another code recollection is 72 out of 100 so 7.2 out of 10 do i agree from what i've played no is that good information to take in absolutely that's kind of low. I mean, it's not low, like, like like 60. 60 would be bad. 72, it's lower than I thought it would be. I do see a lot of the time that when any, like, Mario or Zelda or, like, giant, you know, Nintendo game releases, a lot of the media is, a, like, they're a lot more generous. They're like, you know, oh, there's a new Mario game? 85 out of 100. Like, they're just generous so they might be a bit more harsh here because, like, it's not as big of a game. Some of them, definitely not all of them, but some of them, I definitely can can notice this. 72 out of 100, I don't believe it is accurate for myself, personally. I would rate the game not much different, but still, like, a little bit higher, you know? Like, I would rate the game, so far, with two hours of gameplay. Two hours, I would rate the game probably uh, 83 out of 100. I, the only complaint is that the, the way that you're seeing the game most of the time, which is in third person, it's kind of weird. I don't love it. And I, I don't mind third person games. And guys, third person is like when you can see uh, the person's back in the games. So like Splatoon is third person, uh, Fortnite, third person, like when, when you can see your character from, from a behind view, that's third person. The only thing weird of, you know, about this game is that. The third person view is nice, but she's on the left side of the screen. So it's like she's not centered up third person view. It's just kind of weird. She's like on the far left of the screen and the controls for a tad bit wonky, like moving around can be a little bit weird. Aside from that, though, the game story is enough to have me hooked. So I can't even complain. That's awesome. Should you buy another code recollection? It's a full $60 game. So with that in mind, the original game is like eight hours. Can we actually, you know, guys, I did a lot of research, but there are some things that, you know, come up that I want to search. If we search trace memory on howlongtobeat.com, it says five hours with the remake and the cutscenes and the voice acting. Call that, 
like seven hours. And then if we search another code R for the Wii, that says 17 and a half hours. So you're getting on average, you're, you're, you're getting like a 24 hour game. You can play it for one day straight. No, I'm kidding. Uh, you're getting a 24 hour long game. That's value. I mean, there's some games that cost 60 bucks and you can only play them for like three hours. Like, for example, WarioWare Move It was not 60, it was 50. But for that kind of money, that's a that's literally, like, I promise you, that's a two-hour game. Two-hour story mode and that's it. You can play mini games forever, but that game has a two-hour story mode. For 10 bucks more, you can get a different game with a 24-hour story. Of uh, be, uh, I mean... What's 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 the word? Albeit, it's uh, it's two different games, so it's like two games make up, tw tw you know, twenty four hours. But it's like, why would you not? You know, I think if you're at all interested, there is a demo. Play the demo. If I can have this segment of my podcast nudge you to go and play the demo, I'd be happy, because I think it's a really good game, and this will not be for everyone. Another code recollection is not for everyone, but if you just want to try it, it, it's free. The demo on Nintendo eShop gets you about, you know, an hour and a half of gameplay. There's no risk there. There's no risk. I would try it. But should you buy it, play the demo, and after that, you'll know. If you just want my honest answer, it's hard because it's not for everyone. I'd say yeah. I'd say I'd say buy it. I'd say buy it. Yeah. I'll say yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy another code recollection. However, don't take my word for that. Please play the, de the demo because it's not gonna be for everyone. I can't say it enough. It is not for everyone. Play the demo and then decide. Just you know, yes or no question? Yes, buy it. That is it for the Another Code Recollection talk. I'm loving the game. I'm going to beat the game. Uh, it'll probably be a while. I don't play games as often as you might think I do. So I'll I'll, I'll have that beaten by like April. <laughs> Apart from that though, guys, we have our next segment of the podcast where we're going to discuss what Nintendo will be doing in 2024. We're going to predict their entire year and see... What exactly they're going to have lined up for each month of the year. I have my entire layout for their year. And if they follow this, this layout with my outlandish prediction, sorry, outlandish predictions, if they follow this layout with my crazy speculation, they will have a successful year. What do I think they're doing this year in 2024? Let's go ahead. Let's talk about it. Nintendo's 2024. Guys, we have to predict this. Is there a Switch 2 coming out? What games are coming out? We got to talk about this because this is the year that Nintendo is supposed to drop their Nintendo Switch 2. When will it happen? Will it happen? What games will come out with it? When are, you know, previously announced games releasing like Luigi's Mansion 2 or Paper Mario Thousand Year Door? What is happening when? Here are my predictions for Nintendo's possibly most stacked year of ever, of ever. Let's go ahead. I don't want to waste your time. Let's dive in to what I think is happening with Nintendo this year. So as of recording this video, 
It is January of 2024. We have already gotten a Nintendo game called Another Code Recollection. It's not a very big one, but it is something nonetheless. By now, you've heard this. This is probably old news to you, right? January, I think, will be the month for Another Code Recollection, and that's going to be it. So, Nintendo's 2024 January is crossed off. Just one game, that's it. Where it gets juicy is going to be February. Now, what is happening in February? Well, we have one thing already announced. We have Mario vs. Donkey Kong releasing on February 16th. Now, I will say this. That time frame is pretty much when Nintendo likes to do their February Directs. They love to have a Nintendo Direct every February, and it tends to be about mid-February, right? I think there will be a Nintendo Direct also in the month of February. When do I think it'll be? I think it is going to be... Looking at the calendar. I, I honestly, I have a feeling... Because Nintendo has been doing a lot of these directs on Thursdays recently. And my pick is either the 8th, which is a Thursday, or the 22nd of February. My gut tells me it's going to happen on the 8th. Which is actually, as of recording this, only three weeks away. I think we're getting a Nintendo Direct on February 8th. Now, what is going to be in this Direct, you might ask, okay? I cannot predict all 25 games in there. But what I can tell you is we're, we're going to get an announcement for a brand new Donkey Kong game. Well, you know what? This is making less sense now. I think maybe scratch that. We're getting Metroid Prime 2 and 3 remasters. Simply because I have Metroid Prime 4 on this list for later in the year. I think they're going to throw those two re, uh, remasters out there in the lead up for Metroid Prime 4. I think that'll happen. I think that there, there will be a Legend of Zelda, Wind Waker, or and or Twilight Princess HD ports as well. I think we will have, if not both of those, one of those. And the reason why I named off uh, remasters and ports is simply because of my future predictions. I have predicted things in the month or in you know later on in this year, and it'll all make sense why I'm picking remasters to be shown in this February Direct. Now, to explain why I chose those, let's move over to March and April. March of Nintendo's 2024, I think, I really think, will just be solely dedicated to Princess Peach Showtime. I really don't think that, that they're going to drop much. I don't think so. I think you have the entire month. What are you going to do? Like, you know, freaking announce a little eShop game for the first 10 days of March? What are you going to do? Like, that's a Princess Peach Showtime time. Nintendo is not afraid to go months, like two months, three months, without releasing anything. They've done it before. And the fact that there's already one game per month here, that's enough for them. I don't see them releasing 
anything else in March apart from Princess Peach Showtime. I think that's all there is. Now, why do I why am I not giving you more predictions here, okay? Why am I not? Here's what I think is happening. In the month of April, which is just one month after March, obviously, <laughs> Captain Obvious arrived. I think we're going to have the announcement for a special Nintendo presentation. Okay. What is it? I think this April announced presentation will take place in May. And this May presentation will be the Nintendo Switch 2 reveal. I think it happens in May. Here's why. You have to happen in May. And now that I have said that, I can go back to why I only said remasters for the uh, February Direct. When they're announcing a brand new console, if you're Nintendo and you're releasing a console this year, you don't want to announce like 10 brand new games, right? You want to keep it relatively bare bones. Nintendo, at the you know end of the lifetime for a console, they love to remaster things. Look, one year before the uh, Switch release, they, you know, re they, they remade, or sorry, remastered Twilight Princess for the Wii U. They, they love to do remasters, and there's, there's so many more cases of that. But, I gotta say, there's not gonna be a lot going on. Zelda remaster, Metroid remaster, put them out there, they're older games on the newer console. That's cool. That's all you need. Don't announce much major stuff. May... We will have the Nintendo Switch 2 announcement. We'll have the name for it. We'll have everything for it. One month later in June, we are going to have the Nintendo Switch 2 presentation. If you didn't know, when the Switch was releasing, Nintendo did a full-on presentation showcasing what the console's like, the price, the games, things like that, right? I think that will happen in June. The reason why I'm not saying, you know, freaking announcement April presentation in May. I'm not saying that because I think that Nintendo loves June. Kick off the summer. Everyone's watching. They always put out their, you know, directs, their Nintendo directs in June. Always. Last year, excluding the year before, it's always in June. I think this presentation will follow up just one month after the announcement in June. That way, you don't have a dead month. If they had the announcement in April and in you know presentation in June, people will be waiting a little bit too long to hear information, which is fine and, and that can work. But I just feel like when you announce it, you want to follow up like right away. So let's say it's hypothetically, this is not a prediction, announced May, 5th, uh, May 15th, right? May 15th. And then they have the presentation on June 8th. That's what, like three weeks away? As opposed to announcing April 8th and having the presentation June 15th. That's like two months away. That super sucks, right? So then you're 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 sat there waiting for two months for this presentation, right? You're just waiting. I think that while this wasn't the case with the normal switch, like the uh, presentation was months later, obviously, I think you do it back to back. I think that you do that. Just imagine how much more hyped you would be if the presentation showcasing the entire thing was weeks later. I don't know. That could be stupid of me to even say, but that's just me. 
I think that is what happens. So, in June, I can't predict much on the console. I've done a video sort of predicting it, but I can throw out some light, you know, predictions here. I think it'll cost 350 bucks at the most 400, cannot go over 400. I think it'll definitely be able to run most games at 1080p 60 frames per second. I don't even know if they do 4K. Maybe 4K when docked, 1080p when in your handheld mode. And I think most games will run smooth. It'll just have much more, you know, performance. I think it'll just be an upgraded better switch. Now, after June is over, all the hype is there. We go into July. And July won't have much, okay? July won't have crazy amount. What I do have listed is the release of Luigi's Mansion 2. So, as announced in the June Direct from last year, the 2023, we had the the announcement for Luigi's Mansion 2, the remake, remake for the Switch. We have been told by Nintendo that it'll release in the summer of 2024. What better time to, to release a summer game? July. I think that July will see the release of Luigi's Mansion 2 for Nintendo Switch. I think that'll happen while all the Switch 2 hype is still building up. Okay. Then August, here's what I could see happening. I really see a lot of Switch 2 promo, a lot of trailers, and a lot of build-up. So, maybe you know, maybe you don't. When the Switch was, you know, like, about to come out, like, weeks from coming out, Nintendo put out freaking so many commercials. They put out simple things like how to use the Joy-Cons, Switch overview trailer, where where they talk about, like, here's how to, you know, remove the Joy-Cons. Here's how you put in a game cartridge. Like, little information bits like that. I think those will all come out in August. And they, they also did things like, here's a tour of the home menu. Here's this brand new feature. They'll put out videos that show you all of this. And yeah, they'll, they'll also say it in that, you know, presentation in June. But they'll kind of recap all of it in some, in some, you know, YouTube videos. I think that'll happen. And also, I could see Nintendo just like, you know, a, a tiny little hurrah. I could see them releasing a little eShop game. Like, for example, how they released Kirby's Dream Buffet in 2022. I could see them doing a little something-something. Maybe for Pokemon, or maybe for another little, you know, small franchise. I don't even know. I think we could see a little $15 eShop game just sprinkled. Just sprinkled. Because you need something to celebrate the life of the Switch. I think that's a pretty fair way. Small eShop game, but I wouldn't even, like, confidently... I, I, I would not, like, definitively say that is going to happen. I do see a lot of Switch 2 promo right then. Then, September, we'll see the release of the Nintendo Switch 2. Yeah, September. I like the September date. I do. If you're asking me for an exact prediction right now... I will tell you, I think it'll release on September 6th. September 6th is the beginning of the month. It's a very clean date. It's on a Friday. And I think that's when you, you know, release it. You have people who will buy it on launch day and have the entire weekend to enjoy it. Switch 2 is going to be the big bang. Now, 
we know that. Obviously, the rumor is that, you know, it'll release in September or, you know, this fall, right? That's the big rumor. It's not shocking. What the big speculation is, is what game will release with the Switch 2? What will launch with it? I think, number one, there will be a tech demo. So, for example, the Wii had Wii Sports, which kind of shows you, hey, the you know, Wii Remote can do bowling, can use baseball. Like, it has some cool motion controls. The 3DS had the AR games, where you can scan cards with the camera and have some cool things happen on your 3DS. The Switch had 1-2-Switch. Play the, the uh, minigames and see all what the Joy-Cons can do. I think the Switch 2 will have something like that. Something, some way of showing you what the new technology can do. They'll have that as a paid game. It won't be like a free thing or anything. And what major game will launch with Switch? I think there's two options. And they both, both include Mario. You either launch a brand new 3D Mario game, brand new 3D Mario, whatever it is, or you you dual release on the Switch and Switch 2 Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door remake. Here's why. Here's why. So, 3D Mario is a given. I shouldn't have to explain that. 3D Mario launching with a brand new system is a great way to launch. Everyone will, will want to buy Switch 2 because there's that brand new Mario game that they all want to play. That's why they're going to buy the system, right? The reason I think Paper Mario Thousand Year Door, and I'm not confident in that. I don't want to be the guy that attaches my name to that too much, okay? I just, if no 3D Mario, I think this could maybe happen. Here's why. Nintendo loves to do dual releases, like they'll, you know, put out Twilight Princess on the Wii and also on the GameCube, dual release. They'll do things like, oh, I had one other example in mind. Oh, I, I had one other, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild on Wii U and Switch, right? Like, they love to dual release. Here's some, here's some other sauce. I don't want to put too much stock into this rumor, right? But a lot of people were trying to say that the Paper Mario Thousand Year Door trailer hinted at a Switch 2. Here's how. In some of the uh, dialogues of the game, whenever it told you to press the A button, the A button was red. People are now saying that the Switch controller buttons are going to be colored. A will be red, B will be, you know, whatever color. All the buttons in the game had different colors on them. People are saying that the Switch 2 will have those colors. So A is red, you know, B is blue, for example, whatever it is, right? People are saying that is what the Switch 2 controller will look like. And that, that, that kind of leaks Switch 2 is what they're saying, right? Once again, I don't want to put too much stock into that rumor. It could simply just be that, you know, making A red looks awesome. So I don't want to even super legitimize that. But I think it's definitely a possibility. Not to mention, it might have just been the trailer, but it's looking like Paper Mario Thousand Year Door on the Switch will not run at 60 frames per second, which is a hardware thing, obviously. Maybe the advantage of buying it on Switch 2 is that it runs better on Switch 2. This is totally me just theorizing. I don't want to be like, hey, Mr. Whistle said, you know, Paper Mario. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, please, come on, please. I'm speculating. What I can confidently put, stock, put some stock into is that a 3D Mario will launch with the Switch 2. That's what I think.
But I definitely don't totally doubt doubt the Paper Mario rumor about how the buttons are different colors and that's you know what they switch to will be like. I don't know that I fully doubt that, but I don't want to confidently say that either. Then after the the Switch Two is out, you know there's going to be some third party games as well. I think in October. This is a very very wild prediction. Okay, October, I think they release Metroid Prime Four. Metroid Prime Four. I think it happens, guys. If you don't know, Metroid Prime Four has been announced, announced, not rumored, announced since 2017. We don't have the game. Seven years later. They have restarted making the game in 2019, I believe. They were like, hey guys, we need to restart. So even with that five-year window of making the game, you got to be close to done. I think that October is the time where you put out Metroid Prime 4. You announce it in the presentation... And then you release it in November on the Switch and Switch 2. I think that is your uh, October game. And then obviously you'll have a ton of other third-party games, you know, put in on Switch. Like, even just things like that we already have. So, like, for example, uh, this probably wouldn't happen just yet. But, like, for example, a loved third-party game, Portal 1 and 2, might just pop over on Switch 2 in October. Like, you know, you know whenever those people want to put their game on Switch 2, they can do it, right? So, you can easily do that. Metroid Prime 4, plus a ton of third-party games. And then, November, this is where you sell the Switches. Now, in November, you need a holiday title. And if a 3D Mario is not enough, if that's not enough, I think they release Mario Kart 9 in October, sorry, in November. You have to. Because, listen... You might think, Max, that's two Mario games very close together. They can't do that. Maybe, right? But they put out Zelda Breath of the Wild in March and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe in April. Two massive games a little over a month apart. I understand Zelda is not Mario and Mario Kart is not Zelda. They are you know, two different franchises releasing back-to-back. But... I don't think they're scared to put out two games back-to-back. Breath of the Wild and Mario Kart are two of the best sellers on Switch. They're not scared to even do that. They want to give you reasons to buy the console at launch so then everyone can get it and tell their friends how good the console is. That's a Christmas seller. Switch 2 for Christmas with 3D Mario and Mario Kart 8, uh, Mario, uh, 9. Sorry, <laughs> Mario Kart 9. You are loving that. You are, you are, you are absolutely loving that. So I would say do that. There you go. That's your freaking November title. Then in December, what, what are they going to do? I think that, that Nintendo lays low for December. I think they put out all of their games. Just relax. Just focus on making as many Switch 2s as possible and ship them out for the holidays. That's it. No games released. There will be a ton of third-party stuff that is not by Nintendo, but I don't think they put out any first-party games. I don't think so. But yeah, I think this is all pretty realistic. Now, I want to make a segment in one of my podcasts this December. 
like, like talking about how I did. Talking about were my predictions right or were they even close, okay? So stick around with us, guys. Follow, follow the podcast on, on Spotify and everything to see if we were right on our predictions. Follow on YouTube everywhere, not to, you know, promote, but yeah. <laughs> do it all. We'll come back to this list in December of this year. With that said, those are my predictions. Let's get to your favorite segment of the week, the answering your questions segment. Let's go ahead. Let's skadoodle. Guys, it is absolutely the time to answer your questions. You all have asked me questions to answer. If you want to ask me a question to answer on the podcast, there are two ways to do it. The number one way is to write to me on YouTube or Discord. So, Every single Wednesday on YouTube, I put out a, a community post saying, hey, hope you're doing well, ask me questions, go. And then you would comment down below your, your, your question. If you want to type it out to me in my Discord server, the link is down below. Join the Discord server, make a Discord account if you don't have one. Head over to the Ask M Swizzle channel, and then you can type in your question there. Or if you want to be a fun guy, a fun Fun one, you can head over to a link in the description that says, send me your voicemails. You can submit your voice to be on the show. You can ramble for a bit, say, I've watched I watched the show for, for seven years. I've not been on YouTube for that long. <laughs> for for seven years, and I really like when, when you talk about this, and you know the show means so much to me. I want to know, what is your favorite 3DS game? You can ramble and talk to me through your voice and we're going to do some voicemails today we have some fun stuff let's go ahead let's answer the questions you all have asked me beginning with keandre keandre is a channel member and because keandre is a channel member they get their question guaranteed if you want your question guaranteed become a channel member link down below you get some awesome awesome perks for support for uh, supporting me monetarily keandre keandre asked this question last week but we, we had a uh, guest on so we didn't answer it but, Keandre, lay it on us. Good evening, or morning, or afternoon. Afternoon. I'm not sure what time zone you're... Anyway, ESC. I'm in San Francisco, and it's evening here, so let's go with that. Okay. I uh, wanted to reach out to say, um, love the new intro, by the way. Thank you. Truly, truly great. And uh, also, uh, like the new logo there. Complete doing a rebranding there. Great job there, Max. Truly enjoyed it. Also a fan of the shorts. Little bite-sized bits of delight that I can feel my <laughs> I love this. through and, and really just makes the day a little bit better there. So great work there indeed. But my question is um, basically, um, given your great affinity and uh, enjoyment of the Animal Crossing franchise, <laughs> I can't help but draw conclusions or connections, rather, to other games with similar mechanics. These are not Nintendo games, but games with similar mechanics nonetheless. Games like... City Skylines or The Sims. Um, do you play these games now that you're a proud owner of the Steam Deck? Oh, yeah. Do you enjoy them? Do you play them? If not, will you? Will you give them a shot? I'm curious to know. I myself rather enjoy Cities Skylines. But I, I do want to know whether you've played The Sims or City Skylines. And if you have, what did you think? If you haven't, would you give it a try? Um, that's my question. All right. So, kind of ha have I played other games like Animal Crossing, since, you know, I love Animal Crossing. Uh, yeah. However, it's not the ones that you mentioned. It's not City Skylines, and it's not The Sims. 
I have messed around with The Sims a little bit, but I was never really hooked on it. And then City, City Skylines, uh, I've heard of, but I also have never really touched that. So I've never played you know those those two games. However, I would be interested in City Skylines. I heard it was a uh, fun game, but I've never really touched that one. The ones that I have played, I've played games like Stardew Valley, which is sometimes associated with Animal Crossing. The one that really is not as popular as Stardew or The Sims, but is very, very close to Animal Crossing is a game called Dinkum. Guys, you need to get freaking Dinkum. Get Dinkum, D-I-N-K-U-M. It's on Steam only, and it's in early access, so don't be too harsh on it. Dinkum on the Steam Deck, as you mentioned, the proud owner of the Steam Deck. You need to get Dinkum. It's 20 bucks. This is not sponsored by any means. I love Dinkum. So, yeah, I've played Dinkum, Stardew Valley, Story of Seasons can somewhat be related to Animal Crossing. Not totally, but like, you know, cozy farming game type stuff. So, yeah, I've played some games similar. However, unfortunately, not the ones that you have mentioned. Thank you so much, Keandre, for being a channel member. You got your question guaranteed. Awesome sauce. Uh, by the way, guys, for voicemails, we will not do voicemails for guest episodes because it'd be way too hard to, like, share the audio, you know, between us. So... Just keep that in mind. Then the Zelda fanatic left us a voicemail. Uh, I had your voicemail pulled up. Where did that go? Oh, snap. Here it is. Here it is. All right. Let's hear it. Hey, I'm Swizzle. I'm one of your biggest fans. I like all of your videos and community posts and watch them all. Wow. Um, my question is, what Nintendo game on the Switch would you like to get a sequel the most for Switch 2? Hmm. I think we just answered this question with uh, Nathaniel Bandy last week. Uh, so my answer when I was asked this was Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Captain Toad Treasure Tracker 2 would absolutely slap on the Switch 2. That's what I would want, truthfully. That's honestly what I would want to see get a sequel. Because that game's been around since 2014, I believe, on the Wii U. And ever since then... I I was just like, when's the when's the next one, right? Like, when is the next one going to come? And it hasn't come yet, and I really do want that. Uh, but to give you a brand new answer, compared to the one from last week, which was Cat and Toad, I would give you, nowadays, I would give you... Hmm. I thought I had an answer in mind, but I guess not, really. Can I look at my games, or is that cheating? I, I, I did it last week, too. Uh, let's see. No... What I do want, really, is although just two years ago we got a brand new Kirby game, Kirby in the in the uh, in the Forgotten Land, I do want a brand new Kirby game. I want a brand new Kirby game, like bad. Like I really want one bad. I want one bad. I'm hooked on Kirby games. I beat Kirby's Return to Dreamland like last week. I had I had some other Kirby experience recently. Kirby Star Allies. I was playing recently. I need more Kirby in my life. So I give you a sequel to a Kirby game. Could be, you know, Return to Dreamland 2. Could be whatever. Sequel to a Kirby would be absolutely awesome sauce. And then we have EE Plays. Okay, let's see. Uh, here here you are. Let's hear your voicemail. Hey, I'm Swizzle. I was wondering, do you think the Joy-Cons will be from the Switch or will be on the next Nintendo console? Or will they be new, improved, or a completely new controller? By the way, like the content, 
Good job. Been watching since 16,000 subscribers. Ooh. Come a long way. Good job. Thank you. Okay, so do I think the Joy-Cons will be on the next system? If so, how will they be different, improved, whatever? I gotcha. Um, I think yes. I think I think that they have to. The formula is already so good. With something like the Steam Deck here, these controllers don't come off. I feel like because the Switch Joy-Cons already come off, it's going to be really hard to go back on that. Like... The formula is so good, you can't take away a feature now. So I think that the Joy-Cons will be on the next system. However, because, you know, Nintendo obviously had to offer free repairs. I shouldn't say obviously because it's a bit lesser known. But, like, Nintendo has to legally now give out free repairs for their Joy-Con uh, Joy controllers because they're so faulty. So I think to avoid that next time... It is a requirement to make better Joy-Cons, better, more durable, just great Joy-Cons that will not snap if you drop them, you know, stuff like that. So I think, yes, we'll have Joy-Cons and yes, they'll be very much improved. I mean, very much improved, like very improved. So I see that happening. We need better Joy-Cons and I do see it happening. Joy-Cons are just so awesome. I hope that, 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 you know, they're, they're more comfortable. Uh, I shouldn't say that, you know, they're so awesome. But like the, the idea of it is so awesome. Detach, attach, perfect. So I would just say, you know, yeah, improved, improved and more durable. And then we have somebody under the name of Max asking us a voicemail here. That, that is my name. We're, we're name twins. All right, let's hear it. Hi, Max. Um, I was just listening to episode 70 hey. and I heard that you can send voice memos now. So I decided to send you a voice memo Heck yeah. about a question I've been wanting to ask for a while. So I was just wondering what's your favorite Mario game of all time. It doesn't have to be on the switch or anything on any console. What's your favorite Mario game of all time? Thanks. See ya. Awesome. Yeah. So I actually came to this con to this uh, conclusion recently. I came to this answer recently. And my answer for this is Super Mario 3D World. Now, does nostalgia have a lot to do with it? Yeah. Yeah, it does. I got Super Mario 3D World for the for the Wii U back in twenty. Uh, 13 or 14 it might have been 14 to be honest and i loved the freaking game to death and when i heard it was coming to switch i was like heck yeah i'm gonna buy it all over again play some bouncers fury the music in 3d world is so well done i love all of it like it's just so jolly and uplifting and i still find myself like using that kind of music for like my streams nowadays it's just always a good vibe I love just the fact that they made a Mario game in 3D. You, you never really had that. Obviously, you had like Mario Galaxy, which is 3D, but it was like a level-based Mario game. It was just like a totally brand new experience at that time. And uh, I just wish that they would make like a Mario 3D World too. you know? I wish stuff like that would happen, but hasn't happened yet, and uh, maybe it will never happen. But Mario 3D World is my favorite Mario game of all time. Maybe that'll change one day. We'll have to see. If you want that to change, 
you'll have to get your composers on steroids because the music composers for 3D World were awesome. Now we move to written questions. Written questions, I love them too. First up, we have a channel member by the name of I don't know what to name my handle, 335 is the username. They ask, do you think that there will be a new competitor that joins the console slash handheld industry? And if there is a leak that someone will join, who do you think will join the console slash handheld industry? That's a fun one. So like who might dive in to the, uh, you know, PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, Steam Deck, Wars? Who will make a gaming console next? We've already seen a lot of people like try to join in and like compete with the Steam Deck. But apart from that, hmm, who do I think will join? I think honestly, I think Apple. Apple, there's no rumor. There's no you know nothing back in it. But Apple is such a big tech company. I honestly think Apple should dive in to the gaming space. But Max, Apple Arcade exists. It it, it you know exists on, on on iPhones. I think because everyone uses iPhones, if you were able to have an Apple gaming console, it would be so awesome. You could use Siri to you know turn it on. You could access your menu on your phone. You could easily remote play to your phone. There's so many advantages of having a console be made by the person that makes your phone. Obviously, that's not going to be a giant selling point, but it's just like a nice little extra feature, you know? And if they were to compete with the PlayStation and the Xbox, Apple makes superior designs. They have great hardware. I think Apple should dive into the, to the gaming space. I honestly, I, I'm not kidding. I'm If Apple made a console that, you know, had like all the Xbox and PS5 games, I might buy it over like an Xbox, you know? So I would think that Apple would be awesome in the gaming industry. However, if they haven't joined it yet, I don't know that they'll join it now. It's kind of hard to get in there and compete with the Xbox and PS5 people, you know? So it'd be hard to do, but I think that Apple would be an awesome competitor. Then Ethan Snowman asks, hey, just want to say you're what you're one of my favorite YouTubers, and I'm a huge fan of the podcast. It might be too late for you to see this, absolutely not, as this post was nine hours ago. But I will just ask anyway, in the hopes you see this and decide to answer. What's one small thing you want to see with the Switch 2? I personally think another generation of supported GameCube controllers would would be awesome. But I do look forward to the new ones. But I just think it would it would be cool. Also, sorry for yapping too much. If I did. But, but love your content. Keep it up. No worries. Uh, I actually like when 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 you, when you know people people like write a whole paragraph. I actually like it. So no worries. One small thing that I want to see with the Switch Two, honestly, more community, more community, and that could sound like a big thing, but it's really not. If you just brought back Meverse, which for the, for those who don't know, was like a social media app that the 3DS and the Wii U had for the whole community to interact. More community, bring back Street Pass, bring back ways for Nintendo users to interact with other Nintendo users that doesn't necessarily involve online play. Because right now that's the only way to interact. So I say bring back stuff like that. Bring back freaking all the good old community stuff. Do that, bring it back, small little feature on your very, hopefully, powerful console. 
wraps done perfect cool right so do that then finally nintendo gamer 8957 asks hey m swizzle what new games are you most excited for this year and what do you hope to see inside order splatoon 3 yes so what new games are you most excited for this year probably you know i i love that paper mario is coming to switch but before I watched the trailer today, I wasn't like super looking forward to it. I went back and I watched the trailer for it. I'm hyped for that game. And I'm really also excited to see, I have one other answer, uh, how Princess Peach Showtime is. Because we've seen some gameplay. It looks awesome. But what's the storyline? What's it like? What are the boss battles like? How does it play? How is the game? Is what I want to know. So... I'm really excited for Princess Peach Showtime and Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. And what do you hope to see inside order Splatoon 3? Honestly, hmm. I hope for a decently decently long DLC. I hope that it's somewhat long. How long was Octo Expansion? If we go to howlongtobeat.com. Octo expansion. Does it even have that have that info? Eight hours. I would say that eight hours for a for, for side order would be awesome. I want a decently long DLC. I'm paying you $25 for it. I want a, a, at least eight hours. If you're taking a year and a half to make DLC, which is very, very normal. I mean, Animal Crossing New Horizons got DLC one and a half a year later. Uh Mario Kart 8 Deluxe didn't get it for like six years so you could you can take a year and a half but after that year and a half i want a full eight hour nine hour ten hour dlc that's what i want i want something that will have you playing for a pretty long time that's what i want inside order but guys that is it for the mario matter episode number 72 we had a great little chat thank you all so much for watching if you are not already subscribed or following on the you know, YouTubes or Spotify's or, you know, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is, make sure to do so. We post every single Saturday at 10 a.m. bringing you the latest and greatest Nintendo news or, very rarely, big interviews of some of your favorite Nintendo content creators. Leave us a great rating on your way out if you're on a platform that can rate podcasts. We do really appreciate it on Spotify anyway. We're on our way to 100 ratings. That, that is awesome sauce. Five stars. Five stars gets you a cookie. Leaving a one-star review gets you bad luck. So do what you will with that info. Apple Podcasts, if you're listening on there, we could use some more reviews. Leave us a review. Be kind. Have that be your one positive deed for the day. I'm just kidding. But... Thank you all so much. Thank you so much to our channel members. I really do appreciate you all so much for monetarily monetarily supporting the channel and getting awesome perks to go with it. Thank you all so much. I will see you all next Saturday for great Nintendo news with hopefully a guest. And um, are there any little secrets I can leave you with before we head off? Because you stayed on... Because you, you know, listened to the end. Uh, we might be changing sets soon. Like where I, re where I record this podcast. All right, bye. <laughs>